Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a human design expert, brain rewiring certified coach, and a high 70 energy healer. On this podcast, we talk about all things personal growth, brain rewiring, human design, energetics, mindset, and so much more. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy L Yang. I hope you feel empowered by what we talked about today. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to record this one.、Um, okay, so this topic of lucky girl syndrome has been kind of like a trendy topic in the social media world.、Um, not my direct feed, but I've just. Seen this on other people's feed talking about like, hey, this is like a thing, and I just want to give the world my take on you know being a lucky girl, and、um, I was actually really enthusiastic about this topic that I drafted the outline of this episode and I drafted the email that's gonna go out to my newsletter list way back in like early January, but all I had to do was hit record. And I don't know about you, but January kind of was like until probably yesterday. It was a rough time for me,、um, so it didn't feel authentic for me to talk about this topic. Actually, it just felt like it needed more time to marinate. But right now, we are ready. We're grounded and centered. We're settled. I'm excited to talk about lucky girl syndrome, and give my take on this trending topic. Because well,、um, a lot of things can get so trendy and popular that it gets kind of like taken out of context, and、um, this has so much to do with brain rewiring, which is、um, such a big part of my business, and I'm so passionate about it. So I'm going to provide what I consider to be a grounded take on lucky girl syndrome. So here we go. First of all, what is lucky girl syndrome? Like, what is this trend about?、Um, this is basically embodying the belief that I am so lucky, everything works out for me. And before we had lucky girl syndrome, there is the law of assumption, which is basically what the lucky girl syndrome is based on. This principle says. Whatever we assume to be true will eventually become true, for better or worse. All right, so like now that all sounds cool and easy, like all right, like I'm just gonna assume everything works out for me. This is great. Well, like that all makes sense, like consciously, but like subconsciously, if you don't see yourself genuinely as a lucky person, not much is going to happen for you. And yeah. Um, I think we can definitely rewire our brains to see the world as an abundant place that things do work out for us. But I don't know; it's just not that simple. We need to like dig deep. And、um, I keep saying lucky girl syndrome, but do I really believe in luck? I don't really know.、Um, the more I do. Energy work, manifestation work, brain rewiring—the less I believe in luck, or I guess you can say I believe in creating my own luck and momentum. So, like, what's the difference? I think when you rely on luck, it's basically giving your power away to forces that are、um, outside of you. 
And I don't mean to sound like a hater. I'm just taking a more critical perspective on things. Okay, so. I think when you rely on luck, you are in waiting around energy, waiting to be chosen instead of just being like I'm the chosen one. This is waiting around energy. This is hoping energy, like not hope in an optimistic way. Like give them hope. Like oh, I hope this will happen. Like that's not the energy. That's that doesn't sound empowering to me, and is actually a pet peeve when people say that the H word. Um, but anyways, maybe I think that because for most of my life I was very much a half, like a glass half empty kind of person. Like if you ask me if I consider myself to be a lucky person, my answer for the last twenty eight ish years would be a fuck no. I saw myself as someone who attracted all kinds of negative experiences and people. I assumed things wouldn't work out, unexpected problems would come up, and basically the world is just a hard place. I feel at some level I might have chosen those beliefs to protect myself from disappointment. It was kind of like a sucky way to live, to be honest with you. From career opportunities to finding parking spots, I was making life so fucking hard for myself. And you know, looking back at all of this, I was basically very deeply stuck in scarcity and victim mindset. And guess what? "Quote unquote," lucky girls see the world as an abundant place. If the world is an abundant place, then rejection is actually redirection, right? If not, this is something better. Lucky girls aren't dicks to themselves either. They might not necessarily. Love and trust themselves all the time, but they definitely treat themselves with self-respect. In summary, believing in luck, in my opinion, is giving your power away instead of like consciously directing energy where you want it to go, energizing the outcomes you desire to see.、Um, consciously creating your own luck is a very intentional practice. It is like. Genuinely seeing yourself as an abundant person, the world as an abundant place, it is genuinely like grounding yourself in high self worth and deservingness, knowing that if I want it, I can have it. What I desire also desires me, and the universe isn't going to dangle this like shiny carrot in front of me, inspire me to like. Start my own business or create a product that is like going to change your world and not support me through the process. You know, it's not going to show you something that really inspires you and not let you have it. Like that would be cruel, and the universe is not cruel. Part of embodying this attitude, like knowing what you desire also desires you, is. Asking for exactly what you want, and this is something I am actively practicing more of this year. Like this is the year to manifest with precision for me. I've shared this somewhere before that my word for twenty twenty three is precision. I also came across this quote that says, "The more you ask for exactly what you want, the more you risk rejection." But you also stand to gain exactly what you're looking for. Ask for the damn thing already, and I really like this quote. "Quote unquote, lucky girls are not shy about 
what they are looking for. They once they have the clarity, they demand for it. They ask for it. They don't do that thing where they hint and hope the other person just figures it out. Like people have things to do, you know. Like people like direction and clarity. So if you just ask, like maybe they really cannot deliver, and they will just tell you, and there are no hard feelings. But、um, it's actually a very draining thing to not ask for what you want to like, yeah, to do the wishy-washy thing. So don't do that.、Um, and we have so much conditioning around this too. Like we feel maybe we are too high maintenance, or we're too demanding, or too aggressive as women when we are direct, when we're specific, and that's absolutely bullshit. And、it's also very frustrating because this conditioning is so deeply rooted. A lot of people never entertain the habit of asking themselves, "What is it that I really want? Is this thing even making me happy? Is this fulfilling to me? Or am I just getting what I can get, or what I think I can get?" And guess what? The universe wants you to be so fucking happy and fulfilled, but if you don't ask, it doesn't know what to send you. It's like you go into a restaurant, you're so excited to order the chocolate lava cake. Well, that's like my favorite dessert with like vanilla ice cream on top, and that's what you expected to receive. But when your dessert gets delivered. You don't get the vanilla ice cream on top. It would be so easy if you just ask for it, like. The restaurant would be more than happy to just add your scoop of vanilla ice cream, and you will be a very happy customer. The restaurant will be really happy. The waiter is probably going to be stoked because you're probably going to tip more. Basically, the world is just going to be a happier, more fulfilled place when everyone asks for exactly what they want. And just to circle back to the whole、um, topic of lucky girl syndrome, this is all about things working out for you. So. What would that look like? You need to get clear first, and ask yourself if this is like hard for you. Like, why do I feel like this is going to like lead to rejection, or I'm going to be seen as too aggressive slash demanding slash high maintenance? Whose story is that? Do I want this to be my story? Do I want to look back and regret not asking for? What I really desired, and I see this in a lot of clients, and just people in general. We feel like we should be grateful for what we are given. Like when I was considering quitting accounting and doing my own thing, one of my previous coworkers was like, "You should just be grateful that you have a job because there are people who don't have jobs. Like we already have something that's like a lot better than what other people have." And yeah, like there's something to be said about that, but I don't ever want anybody to confuse gratitude with settling. You can absolutely be grateful for what you have and ask for more. And trust me, I am such a better person in every single way now that I run my own business and I am a coach. I am making the impact I want to make. My family likes me more. My friends like me more, and most importantly, I like myself more. Believe it or not, I used to be such a downer. Oh my god! Like I cannot stress this enough. I need to stress this to myself. 
When I am not asking for exactly what I want, I am doing the world a disservice. And also remember this, sometimes we don't have the clarity that we need and that takes time to unfold. Also know that as you evolve, what you really want will also evolve. All right, I think I've talked enough about asking for exactly what you want. And going back again to lucky girl syndrome, this is about embodying being a lucky person and everything works out for you. This is where things get very tricky because this is asking you to trust yourself and to trust the process. And trusting the process is actually very tricky. A lot of people, whatever they're doing or manifesting, they give up too soon. You know, life has its ups and downs. We all know that. And being a lucky girl, being a lucky human being doesn't mean you feel good all the time. And to be honest, if life was so predictable, it would be like watching the same movie for like the 500th time because you just know what's going to happen, how it's going to play out, and that would be no fun. What if life is unpredictable because it's supposed to be full of surprises? Okay, back to the point. It's all working out even when it doesn't feel like it. This is, again, about trusting yourself and trusting the process. This is being very intentional, being very trusting, but also not controlling. A lot of times, people get very impatient with the manifestation process, and the impatience is really coming from an anxious place of not trusting. It's like, what if it doesn't happen? When is it coming? This is not the energy of deservingness. Again, being deserving is a very magnetic place, is knowing what you desire also desires you, right? I feel like I've said that like 500 times. If for whatever reason it doesn't work out, it's actually happening for your highest and best. It is, you know, rejection is redirection. If not, this is something better. And all of that does not mean things don't suck. Like if things didn't work out the way you thought, you wanted them to, it really does suck. And you know what? Lucky girls are emotionally intelligent. They give themselves grace to process grief, anger, sadness, all kinds of feelings. Again, lucky girls are emotionally intelligent. This does not mean suppressing your negative feelings. This means they're okay with the ups and downs of life. They know this is part of the human experience. They give themselves what they need to heal. For whatever reason, whatever crazy reason, we seem to feel like we are not doing something right when we feel things less than happy or excited. And that was me all of last week. I wouldn't say I was sad. I was more like, the feeling would be apathy. Like I just felt very flat. Nothing was wrong. And it was just very weird. I was like, okay, let's get out of this funk ASAP. Like what can I do? And nothing was working. Eventually I was like, all right, Sandy, can you just give yourself some grace? Like let yourself just surrender to this icky feeling. The more you surrender to it, feel into it, the faster it will pass. Like, I didn't know when it would go away, but I knew I was slowing myself down if I kept 
trying to suppress it or make it go away. And there's this reel I made a while back that's about how when we feel bad, our minds can trick us into thinking that we are going to feel like this forever. The fact is that emotions and feelings are like visitors. They come and go. They don't really mean anything. We are the ones that assign meanings to our feelings. So going back to the point of it's all working out even when it doesn't feel like it. Lucky girls or high self-worth, high deserving human beings trust themselves. They trust the process. They know it's all working out. I feel like I'm very repetitive with the things I'm talking about today, but it is so important. And I want to elaborate on the trust piece because trust is a muscle that you can build 100%. A big piece of building your trust muscle is expanding your nervous system. This is what your brain perceives to be your capacity to handle discomfort. And in my brain rewiring group coaching program and one-on-one program, Empowered or Empowered One-on-One, we really dig deep into this work. When we heal our inner child, when we do the unblocking, the healing work, the expanding when we take empowered action, they all together simultaneously grow our nervous system. And this is very powerful. In my programs, we do the deep emotional work so you can rewire your brain for abundance. Imagine a life when you naturally see the world as an abundant place. You are grounded in high self-worth and deservingness. You stop being a dick to yourself because you genuinely love, respect, and trust yourself. You make decisions from an empowered place instead of scarcity. Like I mentioned before, in this program, you'll really learn to expand your nervous system and take the empowered action that move you closer to your manifestations. Before we wrap up this episode, I wanted to share with you what one of my clients from the first round of Empowered said about the program. She said, I was curious about brain rewiring and how it could help me. I chose Sandy because I felt a connection with her and her program had a lot of inclusions. After three months, I feel like a completely transformed person. I am calmer, more confident, more at ease with myself and my future, and more grateful of a person. I uncovered pieces of me that I never even knew existed and then worked toward healing them. All with the support of Sandy, who holds so much space for you and truly cares about your well-being and growth. The modules are clear and easy to follow, yet packed with information. The live check-in calls were exciting and supportive and a nice pick-me-up after tough brain rewiring sessions. The energy healings were glorious, made me feel so on track and understood. The extra sessions on body movement and breathwork with fellow professionals were much needed and a nice addition to all the brain work we were doing. I'm excited to continue this process on my own and to keep a relationship with Sandy moving forward as well. 
I cannot even begin to say how grateful I am for all the amazing clients who have trusted me to support them in their personal development journeys. And yeah, I'm just so grateful to have the best clients and the first round of Empower truly felt like sisterhood. And I am so excited that the next round is starting the week of February 12th. If you're like curious or just even the tiniest bit of interested, I invite you to hop on the waitlist. You can find the link in the show notes. And I promise you with three months of focused work on brain rewiring with the right support, direction, and accountability, you can see such a huge shift in yourself in just three months. That's 12 weeks. That's a quarter of the year. Like, I promise you won't regret this. Like, if you hop on the waitlist, I'm gonna reach out to see if you're a good fit, if I'm a good fit for you. And yeah, no strings attached. You owe this to yourself to just learn more if you're curious. There are a lot of personal development books. And one thing I commonly hear from people is, okay, yeah, it's like all very inspiring. But where do I start with this program? You will have the step-by-step of how to change your life for good. Rewire your brain for abundance for good. This is real lasting shift that will benefit for the rest of your life, I promise. And again, hop on the waitlist if this interests you. Again, we start the week of February 12th. You want to hop on that waitlist ASAP. I hope this episode is super helpful for you. Lucky Girl Syndrome might be like a cool, trendy name, but this is all about embracing manifestation as a lifestyle. And brain rewiring is the tool to help you become a master manifester. Anyways, let me know if you have any questions, your thoughts on this topic. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will talk to you next episode.